Morgan, everybody, and welcome to Member Spotlight, the monthly radio show presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, where we highlight members each month. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. I'm Mike Salmon alongside Vince De Silva, and this is part two, Vince, of our two-part series. We are highlighting some of the Impact Regional Award winners, and we've got a couple more award winners today. For those that may not be familiar with the awards, give us a little background, Vince. Yeah, so the Impact Regional Business Awards was really birthed by the Pinnacle Small Business Awards. We had such great success with really celebrating the small businesses throughout the community that we really said we need to really celebrate our entire membership uh, and and what's within that membership um, is a lot of the award winner uh, categories that we're hearing from today. And today with us we have uh, both Stan Hall um, from the Mitsubishi Electric Classic as well as Trent Lynn from Eastside Medical Center. And uh, Stan is no uh, stranger to sports fans. He's with the Gwinnett Sports Commission. But uh, the award that you won, Stan, was the Hospitality Award. And this is the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. So you've got to be very proud of that. We are very proud of it. Uh, As you said, the Gwinnett Sports Commission, one of our major components uh, certainly is the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, a PGA Tour Champions event, uh, held in April of each year. Uh, So to uh, be recognized by the Chamber for this award was uh, a wonderful opportunity for us. Uh, we appreciated the recognition they gave us on some of the hard work we think we've done. So to be uh, recognized was was great for us, for sure. When you saw the finalists and they're you know announcing them, and you see the list coming up up on the screen, and then they announce Mitsubishi Electric Classic, were, were you surprised? Well, I felt like we should have won it all along. Uh, no, I was obviously <laughs> I was obviously surprised. That's the right answer. Yeah, I was obviously surprised. Uh, as you know, uh, and as Vince certainly knows, all the people who are nominated for this are incredible as far as whatever their particular category might be. Uh, so for us to uh, be recognized for something a little bit off the tracks for us uh, based on our mission statement, but bringing in those people from a hospitality perspective that does so much for the overall economy here, uh, it, it was a great, great uh, win for us. But, but yeah, we were, we were surprised for sure. The golf, of course, is a huge part of it, but a big, big part of it is, is a charity and the giving back. Talk about that side of the event. Well, it's the reason we uh, decided to bring professional golf back to TPC Sugarloaf because it had been such a staple uh, relative to charitable giving in Gwinnett County for a long period of time, dating back to Bell South AT&T Classic, as you well know. And when that uh, tournament left with the PGA Tour, uh, there was a void not only for entertainment professional golf but for so many agencies who had really partnered with professional golf in order to raise charitable dollars for their uh, all great organizations so uh, to get that back was one of our main reasons for uh, trying to get PJ Tour champions uh, to come to TPC uh, so yeah the charitable giving uh, is our main emphasis quite honestly we think we do a great job with competitive professional golf uh, but the, uh, the the peripheral aspect of that as to what we can give back to this community is, we think, unheralded as, as far as the, the dollars that we give back. We're talking with Stan Hall, the executive director of the Gwinnett Sports Commission, here to talk about the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, which was the hospitality award winner with the uh, Impact Regional Business Awards uh, this year. And, and, and obviously the, the golf part of it, probably part of that, that makes it a sleepless a lot of sleepless nights for you is the weather you're kind of at the mercy of the weather and this year the weather reared its ugly head a little bit again but still very successful talk about the overall success of the 2018 tournament well uh as you said 
<clears throat> based on the timing of this tournament, again, dating all the way back to the PGA Tour days, weather has always been a challenge, always been sort of a frightening foe that was just sort of hanging out in the dark alleys. But uh, this year we did have another visitor of uh, bad weather, uh, but we did something different this year that proved to be quite successful that really allowed the tournament to still have a huge amount of success. We realized as early as Friday that Sunday had the uh, really great potential of being a washout based on the weather forecast. PGA Tour does a great job of bringing in meteorological teams that can not sort of guess at the weather. They know what it's going to be. And instead of waiting to the last minute to say, okay, we're not going to be able to do this on Sunday, we actually called it on Friday and uh, decided to do a double round on Saturday, which was somewhat uh, frightening, I think, for our golfers. But from a business side, from uh, food and beverage side, all those things that have to do with the economic side of a professional golf tournament, uh, in hindsight, boy, it was the right call. So we, we, we managed to meet our numbers and not even play a single round of golf on Sunday. Well, and l- let me say something real quick, Mike, is, um, you know, I-, I went there both Friday and Saturday, and uh, two very different days. Uh, Friday was was what you normally do when you first go out there, you're visiting people and you're saying hello. Saturday just became an all-day party. Um, it was, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and frankly, I- I- I'm going to be honest, I mean, by them making the call so early Friday, it gave the folks that had tickets to be able to talk to some of their vendors, their customers, whatever it may be, the opportunity to engage with them again, have that conversation, say, why don't you come out Saturday? I don't care if you even come out for just an hour or two on Saturday. Well, once they got there, they stayed. They didn't leave. They were just having such a such a great time. So you really created an atmosphere, Stan, that uh, people are, are talking about. Well, and, and it was the right call. And uh, thanks to the PGA Tour folks, as well as the uh, people who are directly involved in the organization of our tournament who are employed by us. Uh, it was a, a gathering of people who have been through this before and knew what the downsides and the upsides were to making an early call. But again, in hindsight, absolutely the best call we could have made. To Vince's point, kind of a party atmosphere, which is a lot of it is hospitality and, 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 and taking care of clients and, and having fun and enjoying the golf as well. Uh, maybe we can do double rounds every day. For moving forward i think that's a great idea yeah. i don't think we get a single golfer to come that's back unfortunately right. the but, uh, <laughs> but but to vince's point there's so much going on during tournament week talk about all the activities surrounding the tournament yeah and, and, I, and i appreciate you allowing me to spotlight that a little bit because obviously all of the attention goes toward friday saturday and sunday which are the professional competitive rounds and and I'll say it again, uh, for those of you who have not been to a PGA Tour Champions event, you have no idea of the competitive level of these golfers. And, uh, you know, they're playing for a, a, a significant purse, uh, so they, they don't take it lightly because the, the cash out at the end of the day for the winner is really a big deal. Uh, but, yes, uh, obviously we start our tournament week on Monday. Uh, we have uh, uh, Women's Executive Day, which has turned out to be the biggest event on the PGA Tour schedule, by the way, uh, right here in Gwinnett County at our event. Uh, we have keynote speakers. We have panelists. Uh, women executives from all over Atlanta come into this event. It's an all-day event. Uh, last year, we had over 300 women show up for that. Uh, we, we have a once we get through with the meeting portion of it, we have lunch, and then we all go over to the golf course and have a wind down over there and Uh, Give them an idea of how they can use their business relative to professional golf hospitality, as you alluded to, to increase their business. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a big thing that we do. Uh, During um, the days leading up to competitive rounds, we have two days of pro-am 
uh, golf opportunities where uh, uh, Vince and people that he does business with uh, will buy pro-am spots, and they literally play golf with these great professionals all day long, have breakfast with them, play golf with them, have lunch with them, and then an award ceremony at the end of the day. And it's a really unique opportunity that no other sport offers. Uh, I don't. You, you think about sports disciplines. Professional golf uh, is the only one that gives you a chance to be that close to that professional and spend yeah. the day with them. Uh, so we do two days of that. We have uh, something called a celebrity challenge, which uh, benefits a, a local charity near and dear to many of our hearts here in Gwinnett called Co- the Cooper's Challenge, Cooper's Cup. Uh, and we invite celebrities, and we literally uh, inject them into that professional round on Saturday. They don't compete against the pre- professionals, but they are in that uh, in that rotation. Uh, this year we had uh, Tommy Glavin, and uh, we had Smoltzy come out, yeah. and and you know all great golfers, and they'll play for different parts of Children's Healthcare uh, Charity or Cooper's Cup Challenge or whoever it is that they have a, an affiliation with, and. Uh, when you think about the gallery following the golfers, this portion of the golf tournament, uh, I mean, it pulls a huge gallery that follow them all day long around. Uh, uh, we had um, uh, a celebrity, uh, escapes my name right now, and I apologize, so I'm not going to embarrass myself, but the three of them together uh, really was a big, big draw for the tournament. Uh, so we have something going on all the time during tournament week other than those three competitive days. And, uh you know, we're always looking for one more piece to make it even more dynamic, and we're hoping hoping that we might be able to surprise everybody in 2019 with what's coming up. So. Yeah, I, and I won't embarrass you. I think it was Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Well, I, I, I knew that name. Unfortunately, I was trying to to think of his real name. It's, it's okay. We we but we all know who you're talking about. If you know who Carlton is, he was with us and. Uh, when I found out that he was going to be playing with Smoltz and Tommy Glavin, I said, okay, this could be ugly very quick. I tell you, Carlton not only dances, Carlton <laughs> is one heck of a golfer. And after about the, the up to about the 14th hole, was leading on the scorecard that day. Phenomenal golfer. Vince is going to bail us out oh, right now. Oh, I don't have his name yet. I'm just look, I, I, I don't. I'm looking over here, but I will say this. Alfonso Rivera. That's exactly Ribera, who it is. That's and, it, yeah. uh, he flew in uh, from California uh, really two days before the tournament, uh, before his uh, activity started, and just hung out with us and uh, went to meet and greets with us and could not been any nicer. I'm walking out of the clubhouse there at Sugarloaf Country Club, and I look to my right, and, and I, I, he might have been talking. I don't remember who. No, he was talking to Monty, the tournament director. Correct. And I'm like, I'm like, that's the guy from America's Funniest Home Videos because he also does that as well. <laughs> he does. And he just seemed like the nicest guy. And uh, Well, so and the most really common cool. question, and you, you can imagine what it was, everybody we introduced him to says, will you do the dance? And without any hesitation, he, he said, it. not a chance. Oh, <laughs> nice. He said, nice. not a chance. Yeah. He said, because I get asked every time somebody meets me. Absolutely. Nice. That's his signature right there. Yeah, it is. But. Well, it, it's amazing. All the stuff that goes on that week, and though it's really cool about the, uh, the the Mitsubishi Electric Classic is is there's a year of planning for that one week. And, and, and you, you've just mentioned so much that's going on that week. But I know you'd be remiss if you didn't get out of here without talking about the volunteers. The volunteers. Because they make it all happen. The volunteers are, uh, you know, and, and I, I'll brag on any part of the tournament without any hesitation and with clear conscience, but the volunteers are truthfully the most important part of that event. And we average anywhere from 600 to 17 over our uh, tenure so far of people who come out and give us their time for, for that full week. They don't come out just on tournament uh, competitive days. They are out there for the full week 
in some aspect of whatever is taking place on the course that day. Uh, and the, the the amazing thing, Mike, is these people, some of these volunteers date back to the Bell South Classic, have never missed a tournament at TPC Sugarloaf as it relates to professional golf that's taking place out there. Uh, you know, and they're there at 4 o'clock in the morning. They leave at 11 o'clock at night. They don't complain. Uh, the weather that you alluded to, uh, when everybody else is hiding under the trees or inside the clubhouse, those folks are out on the course getting soaked to the bone. And uh, without those volunteers and the great work they do, we could not put on an event such as this. No, I, I agree, uh, Stan, wholeheartedly. But I, I will say this. Uh, you have a, a fantastic staff uh, mm-hmm. from Monty all the way down, RJ, Bill, you know, um, Darcy. I mean, just a, a, your staff is really – the starting component that makes this thing come together and the volunteers are the final piece of the puzzle that make the magic happen the week of. Um, but uh, they work so incredibly hard and uh, I want to make sure we just. No. And I appreciate about. you mentioning them because they're certainly deserving. And, and Mike, just, just so the, the listeners will have an idea of the quality of that staff that Vince talk talks about Monty Ortel, who's our tournament director. We got him from the Greenbrier classic, one of the most renowned PGA tour events in this country. He's now with us. Bill Marriott, our sales manager, came from the PGA Tour Champion Senior Tour uh, Championship, which is the the biggest moneymaker of all the events. He's now employed with us. So we feel like um, we've put together the strongest staff we've ever had over there, and we've had good people from day one, to tell you the truth. Uh, But the the staff that uh, Vince talks about are truly incredible, and I only see good things happening better and better each year for that tournament. Well, thank you for coming back and, and joining us here on the program. Congratulations on the hospitality thank award. Thank you. Uh, you know, and you mentioned the volunteers, and I know Vince. A lot of the volunteers are chamber members. I yep. mean, people that I right. run into in business every single day. That's correct. So I know there's a there's a huge relationship between the Mitsubishi Electric Classic and the Gwinnett Chamber. And I know as as, as members of the chamber, I mean, it's well paying paying itself off. Well, the Chamber of Commerce in Gwinnett County has been a strong advocate of this tournament since we started six years ago. They're great partners for us. Their members they're, who are business owners in Gwinnett are partners, sponsors for the event. So we uh, are completely indebted to the Chamber for their support, and, and Vince, obviously appreciate it. Thank you, Stan. Stan Hall, the Executive Director with the Gwinnett Sports Commission, here representing the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. And uh, finally, for those that would like to find out more about the Mitsubishi Electric Classic and what the next one is and all that good stuff, where can they get more information? MitsubishiElectricClassic.com. Already dates posted for 2019, how to volunteer, et cetera, everything you want to know about it's there. Great stuff. Thank you, Stan. Thank you for having us. Joining us now is Trent Lind, the Chief Executive Officer of Eastside Medical Center. Not only the CEO of Eastside, but uh, a big soccer fan I have found out this morning. Uh, Trent, welcome to the program. Thanks a lot, Mike. Happy to be here. Glad to have you here. And as a soccer fan, a great city to be in with the Atlanta United and the way they've been playing for a couple of years. Uh, certainly excited to see uh, soccer growing in the country, U.S., but obviously here in Atlanta, very excited to see. Well, Eastside Medical Center has been around for a while and uh, a place that's kind of close to my heart, and I'll tell why in a few minutes. But uh, give us a broad overview of Eastside Medical Center, the services you offer. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we are a, a two-hospital system on the south side of Gwinnett. Uh, we have uh, been in the community uh, since 1981. We opened our doors. Uh, we were the hospital on the hill off of Highway 78 in Snellville uh, back in 81. And then we built our new campus uh, back in uh, 94, 95, opened our doors uh, really fall time of uh, 1994. Uh, we're 310 beds across our system of care. 
Um, we have, uh, again, the two acute care uh, hospitals. We also have uh, an urgent care network of three urgent cares uh, going to be five here in the next uh, few months. Uh, also, we have a health park out in Loganville. And so when we look at our uh, system of care, uh, we see ourselves first and foremost as a community a health system uh, here to serve our community. Um, but our community is broad. And so really it's, it's uh, you know, I'd consider Gwinnett County and certainly beyond, including Walton County and other uh, areas of our uh, kind of geographical service area and uh, offer really a wide array of services, um, uh, you know, really a comprehensive system of care. Well, it's a great system. I can talk firsthand because, as I said, it's uh, close to my heart. Uh, my daughter was born, and one of the first babies born in the, the new campus there uh, in Snellville back in 94, 95. So uh, uh, and, uh, it was just a very positive experience. And I know you're very proud of the culture there at Eastside Medical Center. Talk a little bit about the culture. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, For us, uh, it starts with culture. And, uh, and certainly we view it as every patient, every time we walk in our doors, we want to have the highest quality experience, uh, both service and, and certainly the care they're receiving. Um, and it starts with making sure that we have an environment where uh, our employees are excited to be at work and, and uh, come in with a you know mission-driven uh, mindset that we have physicians that are you know getting the tools they need to do their job, um, feel that they are supported from our staff and our leadership team. Uh, and, and really, at the end of the day, um, we, we use a slogan uh, most recently, and we, we go about this every day, and we say it's a new day at Eastside. And it, doesn't, uh, it isn't used to discredit the, the history and the, the positive history of Eastside and all that we've done in the community for really you know, over 30 years, uh, 40 years. Uh, but it, it does uh, remind us that we always want to do better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's what we strive for every day. We want to be the best and, uh, and all we do. And, and that's really uh, the culture I think you see at Eastside, a positive, happy culture, uh, but at the same time, one that's driven to uh, to, to hit the to hit the best marks from a from a performance perspective on all aspects that uh, we strive for every day. Right, you can have the best culture, you still got to have the best people and the, the 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 best tools and the best technology. And we'll talk about the technology in just a second. But every community is a little different, and there are, there's always growing needs in Gwinnett County, especially the parts where your hospitals are located. How is Eastside Medical Center, you know, reaching? Uh, or, or, or meeting those needs that that are changing all the time. Yeah, no, a uh, great question. We have uh, really been focused on making sure our internal operations are the the utmost uh, abilities, um, making sure that our ER is efficient, um, that when patients walk in, they're seen timely, um, they have a good experience, and then what they want to do is kind of come in and, and get out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah. And so we were really focused on efficiencies, and I use the ER as just one example. But internal operations, we want to make sure that things are running smooth on all fronts. Uh, but but at the same time, we want to make sure that we have expanded our footprint, that we're offering our service uh, in convenient locations across uh, our service area. And so uh, over the really the past couple of years, you've seen us come out in a deeper way. We've added a new emergency room on our south campus um, 11 bed brand new beautiful facility that we added last year in the summertime we added three new urgent cares uh, to our urgent care network Eastside urgent care last year uh, those locations are in centerville uh, in, in lilburn as well as uh, in lawrenceville and so those are just to provide easy access to our patients so they can get into the system uh, close by home and uh, receive the high quality care and if you know at the end of the day they need uh, uh, further care on one of our inpatient facilities we can certainly accommodate there um, and so that's really been a focal point of ours is making sure that we're getting out in a deeper way into our community, supporting mm-hmm. our community, um, being available and accessible to our community. And, and I think that's a trend you see across a lot of health systems in the country now. 
Well, it sounds like you're, you're, you're obviously serving a lot of folks and you're getting the job done. And as you grow, technology seems to change every single day. Uh, what are some of the new and advanced technologies that Eastside offers, not only to the patients, but to the doctors and people that work there as well? Yeah, really, really uh, a good question and, and uh, something that we pride ourselves on. I mean, again, at the end of the day, uh, we want to have the best people to support uh, our organization. We want to have the best facilities. We want to have the best physicians um, to care for our patients. But also we want to have the best technology, and we want to try to stay advanced as much as possible, um, uh, you know, knowing that there's certain c- uh, capital constraints at times. Uh, we put a, a, a vast investment into uh, Eastside really over the past three years. Um, you've seen us invest uh, really over $50 million of capital in just a short time frame. Wow. Uh, and, and in the midst of that, um, what's come about is that we've really been focused on robotics as an example. Mm-hmm. We uh, just conducted our 1300th uh, robotic surgery with our Da Vinci robot. Uh, for urology services as well as GYN services and bariatric services and general uh, surgical services. And uh, to have that 1300, we actually celebrated it. We brought uh, Brookwood Elementary in to help us name the robot. <laughs> Magambo is the name. Uh, so it stands- Dare I ask why? Well, it was a, it was a, a contest we had amongst all the Brookwood Elementary. Uh, really, Bro- really, Brookwood was a winner, but we had it across uh, all the Gwinnett uh, County uh, schools. Uh, and Magambo was the winner. Uh, a young man out of Brookwood Elementary came up with the name, and the name actually means friend. And so, uh, kind of a, a nice uh, uh, slant on uh, on that word. But uh, but again, I think you know it just shows that we're connecting with the community at the same time, uh, really trying to provide provide our community the best possible technology. We're also uh, we've recently invested two and a half million dollars in a brand new uh, EP suite, which is electrophysiology. We brought on a new uh, a new group of uh, cardiologists. Uh, it's now uh, considered Eastside heart and vascular and um and within that group we've got an ep specialist that's really the best uh, in the region and dr sharma so we're excited to have him on board and uh, investing in our ep suite so we can uh, take care of uh, the ticker if you will <laughs> it's an important thing to take care of <laughs> absolutely uh, trent lind is our guest he's the ceo of Eastside medical center here on member spotlight uh, one of the reasons we have you on the show by the way uh you talk about uh, being part of the community you guys really do give back to the community and part of that is being the sponsor of the impact regional business awards with the gwinnett chamber of commerce i know you're really proud that you guys were, were the sponsor this year yeah, absolutely. Uh, the chamber uh, is really uh, an important uh, uh, aspect of our community engagement, and, uh, and, we, and we view the chamber as certainly a partner of uh, East Sides and certainly uh, obviously across Gwinnett County and, and beyond. Uh, the Impact Awards was especially uh, uh, near and dear to our hearts because we see all the impact that uh, uh, companies have across Gwinnett County. Uh, whether small or large, uh, we, we really uh, rely on those companies to help continue to, to build the economy within, uh, within Gwinnett County, but support our needs as well. And so uh, we're uh, really thrilled. A, a lot of the folks that are recognizing the Impact Awards, we have direct relationships with uh, uh, in the community, and we utilize them for their services. And so to be part of that and just to be able to uh, say thank you uh, yeah. was really the opportunity uh, there. That was great. Well, we were talking a little bit before the show, and I want to talk about this the topic that's in healthcare a lot these days and throughout the community, uh, the opioid opioid crisis that's going on right now. And uh, I, what is Eastside doing about that, or what can be done about that? And you, you you gave me some numbers before the show that kind of staggered me a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's a crisis across our nation, uh, and it's really hit home uh, here in Georgia. Uh, some of the uh, epicenters of the greatest opioid crisis, and really the uh, the addiction. 
of, uh, of certain uh, individuals to opioids and, and these painkillers is happening right in our backyard. And, and so we take this near and dear to our hearts in regards to what can we do to bring awareness, uh, provide support, uh, navigation of these patients to make sure they have the right resources to overcome these challenges. Uh, one uh, specific uh, partner that we've engaged with is Navigate Recovery, and uh, they're a local uh, homegrown company that uh, uh, has really uh, 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 committed to helping to navigate patients once they either enter our doors through the ER or if they're an inpatient our unit, connecting them with resources so once they leave the hospital, they don't revert back uh, uh, to um, uh, to those addictions. And so uh, to be able to have that partner and hand-in-hand uh, hand, uh, make sure that we're doing uh, our part uh, when they leave the doors of the hospital, which is a lot of times hard to, hard to manage and control, right. uh, to have that partner really take uh, and engage in that in a deeper way, is, uh, it's been a real blessing to, uh, to our community and certainly, uh, uh, you know, certainly an example of uh, ways that hospitals and health systems can address these concerns uh, uh, beyond Gwinnett County. You said something before the show that uh, I guess if, if you're given, what, 30 days of pain medication? Yeah. So uh, one statistic we've recently looked at, and this is something we're looking at again globally across the country, uh, the stat was if you had a 30-day prescription that uh, there's a uh, one in three chance that you'll become addicted to painkillers. So talk about uh, how significant that issue is and uh, how much we want to make sure that uh, we're doing our part to, again, bring education awareness and then intervene in any way we can to help support these patients. You mentioned earlier uh, we talked about the Impact Business Awards, but I know you guys give back to the community in other ways as well. So I want to give you a little bit of a platform right now, Trent, to, to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I've been now on board uh, at Eastside two and a half years. And, and when I came on board, uh, you know, one area that we, we knew we could improve upon, uh, we've been engaged in the community, obviously, for years, but we wanted to delve even deeper and, and, and really provide support in a deeper way than we had in the past. And so we have uh, gone all, you know, both feet, all arms in on uh, really trying to step out and uh, be engaged. And so our leaders, all of our leaders uh, sit on a board within uh, the community. I personally, I sit on Gwinnett Tech's foundation board. I sit on uh, the board for the, our local YMCA, Gwinnett Family YMCA, uh, as, as heavily involved with uh, Georgia Gwinnett College, uh, certainly a, a great asset of ours in the community. Uh, and, and then obviously we mentioned the chamber earlier, right. but uh, uh, and then our leaders across the board heavily involved in obviously Relay for Life, which is an important event and the biggest event uh, in the world here. So you're talking not just money, but hours as well and hours. volunteerism and things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, any way we can do it, whether through sweat labor uh, or, you know, through uh, financial commitment, we're looking to, to support our community in a deeper way. And that's the beauty of Gwinnett County. It really is a self-contained a uh, group of uh, you know of folks that are committed to making sure that we're doing all we can for our community to to better support the needs in Gwinnett County. Well, you've got a lot of people there that can do all these things. Talk about the the, the sheer numbers that, that people might be surprised about and the ec- economic impact that Eastside is making on our community. Yeah, no, I mean obviously we talked a bit about uh, just really the capital investment when you but when you look at the the investment as a whole with HCA uh, with Eastside HCA Eastside that we're making across the community, uh, it's really impactful and we've got over uh, fifteen hundred employees that serve in our uh, uh, various locations uh, that Eastside provides. Uh, we have over five hundred physicians on our medical staff. Uh, we, uh, we, we invest, uh, significant dollars into charity care and support for our community over $5 million a year that we provide in our charity care. 
and then again we uh we, we're always looking for ways to uh to, to better support uh you know, the, the the economic drivers in our community better support where there's a need uh you know again it'll be always just, just uh, the hot topic right now yeah. but you know wherever we can support our community in a deeper way uh and not just have economic impact but community impact Great. Well, congratulations on all the success and, and the growth. Glad to have you here in the community uh, leading the charge as well, Trent. Uh, looking at my show notes, one more question. I've learned a lot about Eastside just in this interview right here. But uh, one of the questions that was provided to us is what's something about Eastside Medical Center that our listeners may not know? Interesting question. Well, there's one thing that's on the forefront right now. <clears throat> we talked about robotics and we talked about advanced technologies. We've actually just invested in uh, a technology called uh, the Mako, and Mako is actually a uh, a total knee and partial knee application, which it's a, a device that uh, is r- robotically uh, replaces the knee, both partial and uh, total knee replacements, um, utilize, utilizing a, a surgeon, obviously, as part of that process. But uh, the Mako is an investment over a million dollars that we recently invested in that technology. We're going to be unveiling it here in the next month. And uh, it'll be the first of its kind on the eastern corridor of Atlanta. Uh, So we're excited to be able to unveil that new technology here in Gwinnett County. Uh, And so uh, more to come on that front, but that's probably breaking news, if you will, and something that really nobody knew at this point uh, that Mako technology is coming out, a striker Mako device. Very cool. You know, I tore my left knee up playing hockey a couple, you know, several years ago. Can can I come in and maybe you can make me into like the six million dollar man? Absolutely. I've been <laughs> trying to pitch you, so we'd love to we'd love to care for you and and at the same time uh, get you back on the courts. I, I hate to admit that my family has probably been in through the emergency room more times than not over the over the years. Well, like I said, I, you know, I tell all our patients, uh, you know, we don't want to have to see you, but if you need us, we're there for you, and, yeah. uh, and we'll give you great care and service when you come to see us. And I and I can attest to that, uh, Trent. For those that would like to find out more about Eastside Medical Center, read about all the advances, all the things that you offer. Where can they get more information? Yeah, absolutely. We'd uh, love you to, to come on our website. Uh, it's eastsidemedical.com, www.eastsidemedical.com. Also, hit on our links for our urgent cares and other services that we offer. Also, if uh, you know, certainly we're always in the market for recruitment. So, if there's uh, any nurses out there or any other uh, healthcare professionals are looking for a career uh, at Eastside. We would love to have a chance to talk to you. A great place to work and a great place to go, unfortunately, if you have to go to the hospital. Absolutely. Trent, thank you very much. All right. Thanks so much, Mike. Trent Lynn, the uh, CEO of Eastside Medical Center, joining us here on Member Spotlight. also want to thank our guest, Stan Hall from Mitsubishi Electric Classic, and our thanks, of course, to Vince De Silva with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I'm Mike Salmond, and a reminder that you can listen to this show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, And then click on Member Spotlight, and you'll see this episode and all our other episodes as well. For the entire crew here, we'll see you next time here on Member Spotlight on Business Radio X. 